0: Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss Podcast. I am actually in California today recording this week's episode. Flew here from Miami a few days ago to be with my family for the holidays. And I know that I'm probably not the only one who's flown somewhere new or is home or with family or somewhere else or just in a different environment for the holidays And I know that this can be a difficult or triggering time for a lot of people because you do all the inner work and you work on yourself and you feel really good and you have all of your tools and then you throw yourself into a new environment or for a lot of people, an old environment. And what happens is oftentimes it it becomes really easy to fall into an old identity that is aligned with this old environment. And I believe that places hold imprints of us imprints of versions of us that we used to embody that we may not anymore and so when we go back to old places we have a choice we fall back into the old imprint or we get to create a new imprint and this this takes conscious effort to create the new imprint because the unconscious thing what we'll unconsciously fall into if we don't have conscious awareness is the old patterns that become easy to fall into. But it's also perfect timing that this is coming up for so many people because this is what I'm feeling in the collective right now and what's coming through for a lot of people. It's this feeling of, oh, I've grown so much in 2021 and 2020 and now here I am thrown back into this old environment or wherever you are right now, and I feel like the old patterns are resurfacing, or the old triggers are resurfacing, or the old wounds are resurfacing, and it feels like, ugh, it doesn't feel good. It feels icky. And it's really, really beautiful, because today, the day that I'm actually recording this episode, is winter solstice, which is a really powerful portal. The energy is so intense and so powerful right now, and this whole time period is a portal for releasing old patterns, old energy, old identities, old anything that no longer resonates at our current vibration. And transmuting and transforming all of that into our new way of being. It's like a mini death and rebirth portal. And I think it's really important to remember that wherever you are, whatever you're experiencing, is exactly where you're meant to be and the experience you're meant to be having. To be, to get, to manifest everything that you desire. When old wounds come up, old triggers come up, we feel like we're falling into old patterns. It's also important to remember that you're not moving backward. It's actually not possible. You've reached a new stage of consciousness that you've never, you've never experienced before. You're at a new level of awareness you've never been at before. You have new tools and new energies and, and new abilities and new appreciations that weren't available to you before. And so when we feel like we're falling into old patterns, it's actually an opportunity. It's a gift because it's not, you know, doing the inner work isn't about the patterns never coming back or never getting triggered again. It's about how we relate to the triggers and to the patterns and to the things that show up in our lives. It's about our relationship to them. And so, you know, what shows growth being in those old environments, seeing those old patterns or thought patterns or triggers show up and realizing that it's not who you are anymore. And consciously noticing that it's happening. Because old patterns and things about old patterns is typically when we used to be in them, they were unconscious. They controlled us. But if you have conscious awareness of them, they are no longer controlling you. That is growth. Second step is you have conscious awareness of something now. Can you release the judgment around it? Nothing can be transformed through judgment. When we resist anything within ourselves, when we judge it, when we shame it, when we guilt ourselves for it, it persists. Can we have grace for ourselves and forgiveness for ourselves and love for ourselves in the midst of whatever it is that's happening or consuming us that we feel like shouldn't be happening or we've grown out of of, or we're too good for? Because the fact is if it's showing up, it's showing up for a reason. And an important stage of healing or working with triggers that may be showing up during the holiday season when you're with family or at home or in an old triggering environment is to really notice what's coming up for you, the thought patterns. If they're invasive thought patterns, old triggers you thought you moved through, old beliefs you thought you moved through, right? Maybe that I'm not good enough or I need to do things the way my relatives are telling me and I will never succeed this way or whatever the stories are that come up at your holiday parties or wherever wherever they're coming up for you. Notice what's beneath the stories. Because if you're having an invasive thought pattern or not feeling good enough or something in your life that doesn't feel good enough in this new environment, look beneath the story. Because when something is invasive and won't go away, typically there's a feeling underneath that story that wants to be felt, right? We have to get to the root. We can't just slap the band-aid on, uh, on the thought pattern or the the belief, right? This works. Sometimes we want to shift the belief to a positive one. If that's not working, the thought pattern is really invasive. It's obsessive. It won't stop. Something wants to be felt. Something wants to be witnessed. And oftentimes what happens is we get triggered because the universe will send us scenarios that will trigger us in attempts to help us to feel and witness something within us that wants to be seen, heard, felt, transmuted so that we can finally release it and quantum leap into that next next stage in our life. everyone, like quantum leap is that big, like buzzword these days, but there is no quantum leaping without feeling like what truly is quantum leaping? That means like really stepping into and believing and envisioning your next timeline. But if you have all of these old feelings that are attaching you to old timelines, you're not going to be able to get there. You're not going to be able to manifest that desire. And when I say old feelings, what really happens is we have old stories, old programming, old belief systems, old thought patterns from situations when we were really, really young, right? Our subconscious mind is really set in stone before the age of even seven. So things that happen that, perpetuated belief systems in our mind that are no longer serving our highest good. We can rewire the beliefs all day long. But at the end of the day, there is going to be some feeling, emotion underneath the belief systems that are driving them. Our feelings can create and manifest as thought patterns that are perpetuating themselves, that are like never ending, if we don't feel the feelings. And when we were really young, we didn't know how to feel the feelings. We didn't know how to be with our own pain, with our own discomfort. So we numb, and a lot of us even did this into adulthood. We learn to numb. We feel uncomfortable, so we turn on Netflix. We feel uncomfortable, so we start scrolling on Instagram. We feel uncomfortable, so we go eat a cookie. And there's nothing wrong with these things. They're tools. They help us deal with pain that we're not ready to deal with. But they can unconsciously unconsciously become crutches to avoid what we may actually have the strength to deal with. But don't want to because it's uncomfortable, doesn't feel good, doesn't feel fun, doesn't feel easy. But you can do the mindset work all day long. But if you're not allowing yourself to feel, to dive deep into the shadow, nothing's going to shift. This is why shadow work is so central to manifestation. And there are layers and layers and layers of shadow work. And I'm not claiming to be an expert on all of those layers. But I know what I've experienced. And I know what I've witnessed. And I've worked with hundreds, 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 hundreds of clients. And I have worked with very high-level mentors on my own. I have gone to really deep, dark places within my psyche. And I can tell you of all of the work I've done on myself, all the mindset work, all of the energy work, energy healing, subconscious mind reprogramming, all of it, it was diving into the depths of the darkness that freed me the most and sometimes that means noticing when you are avoiding something noticing your patterns noticing when you pick up and scroll your scroll on instagram mindlessly like stop wait for a moment wait what am i feeling right now pull your presence back into your body close your eyes take a deep centered breath what am i feeling What are the sensations I'm feeling in my body? What are the thoughts running through my mind? Is there something that wants to be felt right now that maybe, maybe I'm kind of avoiding by opening my phone and scrolling on Instagram? Maybe someone at that holiday party made a comment about my future or what I am or am not doing in my life or whether or not I have a partner or when I'm gonna get married, or when I'm gonna have kids, or who knows? Maybe it was your parents, and it was uncomfortable, and it triggered you, but you know what? We can only get emotionally triggered by something that we already believe on some level, even if it's extremely unconsciously. And then what happens? We reach for another drink to numb it, or we go get another slice of cake, or we just open our phone and we scroll Instagram. Anything to numb the discomfort of our own painful beliefs being brought to the surface to be looked at, to be witnessed. That is extremely uncomfortable. And the difficult but courageous and transformational thing to do is to notice the patterns. What what do you go to when you feel uncomfortable, when you feel emotional, and to stop them and to actually give yourself permission to be present with your body. Because what's happening is, for a lot of us, that little girl, that little boy, that little five-year-old inside of you, who learned from a very young age that they weren't good enough exactly as they are, or that their big, magical, crazy, beautiful dreams are silly, They're feeling really unworthy. They're feeling really sad, really hurt, really unloved. They want your attention. Like imagine those moments, that little, you know, three, four, five-year-old version of you is standing with you and they're crying and they're feeling really unloved and not good enough. And they're like pulling on your dress or pulling on your shirt or on your pant leg, trying to get your attention. And instead you pull out your phone and you're scrolling Instagram or whatever it is that you do to numb. That's my go-to, which is why I'm using that example. What is that teaching them, the little five-year-old? That's teaching them that their feelings are not valid and not important and not worthy of care, presence, and attention. It's teaching them that when they feel emotional, when they share what's true for them, they receive abandonment. It's teaching them that When they feel emotional or not good enough, they lose love, they lose presence, they lose attention, they lose what they deeply desire, which is love, presence, and attention from you. All the things that we feel like we didn't receive enough of when we were younger, we then attempt to receive in our lives, we manifest patterns that put us back in the same situations over and over and over as we try to heal these patterns and receive more love. But the truth is we don't get to break these patterns until we give to ourselves whatever it is that we're looking for unconsciously. And so in these moments when we're triggered, it's an opportunity to rewrite these patterns, to actually rewrite your entire life. Your entire life is manifested based based off of your subconscious patterns that were built before the age of seven and have been perpetuated throughout your adult life until you work through them. And these are the moments, that's why I said that These triggers are gifts and being in the old environments in your childhood home or on family that triggers you. It's a gift. It's a massive opportunity to rewrite these stories that may or may not be subconsciously controlling your life and creating a glass ceiling of what you can manifest. But if we're ignoring and avoiding and numbing hundred percent of the time, we're avoiding the lesson, the gift, the opportunity, To actually get us where we want to go. And we're all sitting around like. "Ugh, Why isn't my manifestation coming? What am I doing wrong? Blah, 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 blah. Complaining about where we are. And what's not good enough. And the way people treat us. And why no one supports us. While actually actively avoiding. The present experience. Which is giving you everything you need. To get where you want to be. So. What if. In those moments when you go to reach through your phone or whatever it is for you that you use when you feel uncomfortable you just like i said stayed present with your body and checked in on your inner child how are they doing that little tiny beautiful four or five year old version of you it helps even get a photo of them to look at and you can speak to them directly how are they feeling in this moment what are they needing in this moment to feel worthy and loved and capable and enough. What do they need from you? I can tell you what I know they desire, and that's your presence. And something else that I do is I notice what triggers me around me and where the resistance is showing up in my life. And I look at all of my triggers as me, as reflections of me. As pieces of my soul and someone else's body speaking to me. It's like me speaking to myself, whether it's a nasty Instagram message I receive or something someone says to me or comment from a family member, doesn't matter. I imagine every single trigger to be a reflection of me, speaking to myself, showing me where my own subconscious resistance is, which is a beautiful gift, so that I have the opportunity to bring it to the to the surface to bring it to my conscious awareness so I can therefore transmute it, work with it, heal it, witness it, feel it, understand it, shift it, move that energy. Just always remember that we are always being met with the same energy that we are showing up with, that we are holding, that we are embodying, that is what's meeting us. That is what we're manifesting. Always. Always, always, always. And sometimes, yeah, that's a deep, dark, shadowy part of us that's not in our conscious awareness. And that's okay. But that's why it manifests into our reality so that we can become consciously aware of it. And therefore end that pattern, end that cycle. But you have to be willing to look at it and say, hey, that's that's also me. That's me. Those people that trigger me, they're also me. Can I have some love and compassion for those parts of me that are just trying to protect me or that are acting out from belief systems I learned when I was really young and susceptible? Can I love these parts of me and also choose to not acknowledge them as my truth because I get to decide what I'm available for in my reality. I get to decide. If I want to shift what I'm attracting, I have to decide and choose that first. And that starts with acknowledging what you are already manifesting in your reality. What kinds of people, conversations, interactions, triggers you are currently attracting. That is your key to get to the next level. You know, I had, um, I was chatting with some people about my new group coaching offer that I'm going to put out. And I had someone when I told her the details and she was like, really, we are only getting X, Y, Z as if it wasn't enough, right? As if it wasn't justified. And I looked at that message and I literally laughed because I was like, there it is. That is the part of me that feels the need to always justify your prices, to overcompensate, to make sure it's worth it for everyone that is literally the version of me from two years ago who didn't feel good enough who was constantly overcompensating overworking overgiving to justify her prices and her worth and her leadership the version of me knows that i hold the space i hold the energy i hold the container my energy is valuable My life experience is priceless. The level of trust and intuition that I'm tapped into is unmatched. No one else has what I have. No one else can offer what I can offer. I know my worth and I know my value. And I no longer have to overcompensate or justify my prices, my offers, what I put out into the world. I simply trust my intuition. And that's it. And when this experience showed up, I was, (laughs) it was just almost laughable. It's like these moments that trigger you but simultaneously seem so cosmically silly because it's so obvious what's going on. I looked at it and I was like, this is me. This is a reflection of me. This is who I was two years ago. I was in such a scarcity mindset that when I was looking to buy courses, I would obsess over sales pages. I I would compare sales pages of coaches together to see who was offering you more for the same price. I wasn't feeling into my body. I wasn't feeling into my intuition. I was trying to get the most bang for my buck because I was in an extreme mindset of scarcity. I didn't know what I know now. I didn't understand the energy dynamics. I didn't know the value of investing in high-level mentors and trusting that space and trusting yourself to hold that space and to hold your own transformation within it. I didn't understand the mindset of shifting into this abundant place of this feels right, so I'm saying yes. I used to only make decisions from a logical, quote-unquote, logical space of what is worth the most for my money? How can I get the most out of every single penny? <laughs> that didn't get me very far. I shifted out of that pretty quickly. But when I was able to see that reflection, I was able to send love to that part of me and empathy and understanding. And yet maybe we're not a match to work together. In fact, we're, I'm definitely not a match to work with anyone who is in that frame of mind. It's not that I would never work with someone who is in that frame of mind, but I hold the highest vision for every client and potential client that I have the highest vision. I am unwilling to hold any vision, but the absolute highest for every single person who desires to work with me. Because I know that their capacity for transformation is also dependent upon my capacity to hold the vision for them when they cannot hold it for themselves. That is what we get to do for our clients. We get to hold the vision for them when they are unwilling to see it or when they're blinded or clouded or when they forget or don't feel good enough or aren't quite there yet. My mentors do it for me and I get to do it for all of you. And so this means I'm holding the vision for someone, this vision of someone who knows their worth, knows what they're capable of, trusts themselves deeply, and is ready to step into that next level of abundance. And not everyone is ready for that. Not everyone can get there right away. For some people, it takes time and they're not ready right now. For some people, they don't feel safe unless they see proof of what they're going to receive. And, and this often comes from this space of, I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself to hold myself within this transformation. I need proof that this is going to work for me because I don't trust myself to do it for myself. That's where I used to be. Let me see the proof. Let me watch a hundred of the testimonials. Let me analyze the sales page. Let me see all the things I'm going to get and make sure that it justifies what I'm investing because I don't trust myself on my own to hold this for myself. I don't trust my ability to transform without all of that structure. And that's okay, but that's not what I'm holding space for. People who work with me, who are my dream soul aligned clients are the ones who know without a shadow of a doubt. The ones who are a full body. Yes. It doesn't mean they don't have fears that they get to work through. In order to say yes, it doesn't mean that the ego doesn't have something to say, but it means that they're letting their intuition lead. They're letting their highest self lead them. They're letting their soul, the universe, God, spirit, create the path. They're following their highest excitement unwaveringly. I only want to work with people who are a full body fuck yes, because those are the kinds of mentors that I work with. When I am a full body fuck yes for a mentor, I don't need to look at testimonials. I don't care about their sales page or their website or their credentials. I don't care about any of that shit because my body knows And I trust that my body is always in communication with my soul, even when my monkey mind is not. Even when my monkey mind is disconnected, my body knows. And I trust that over and over and over, which is why I continue to make decisions that seem highly illogical to other people, but to me feel intuitively right. And I felt so much self-trust within myself by doing this over and over and over. Saying yes to what feels like an intuitive yes versus what feels logically right versus what other people would tell me to do, because I know at this point, I don't take advice from anyone. I don't want to trade lives with. And honestly, right now, I really only listen to my intuition. I really only listen to my body and what feels within me like a full body. Yes, because that is abundance. Like what really is abundance at a core level is our relationship to the present moment our relationship to the present moment, how we relate to the present moment. And the present moment doesn't exist within your thinking brain. That's an illusion. Our thoughts are illusions. The present moment can be truly felt in your body. You know, how are you feeling in each passing moment? What feels alive within you right now? That is where abundance lives. Our relationship to that, our ability to tune into the present moment within our bodies. To get out of our monkey brains, to get out of our thinking conscious minds, where we live most of our time. But when we're caught up in our monkey brain, we're not in the present moment. We're in the illusion of our thoughts. A lot of our thoughts come from our programming and our conditioning and our influences from what's around us. And so when we're solely making decisions from our thinking brain, we oftentimes end up revisiting and manifesting over and over and over the same patterns in our life nonstop. Because what does it take to break patterns to manifest new things? It takes a different kind of energy, showing up from a different place, making decisions that don't align with our thought patterns, which is going to feel very unsafe because it's new. But this is how you change the patterns in your life. So you manifest new things. What feels comfortable and normal to us, what we've already done, feels safe. It feels safe to our body because it's familiar. It's like, I'm getting this image in my mind of like a bird in a cage, right? And the bird has been in its cage for 20 years and suddenly the door is open. And the bird can either fly or it can stay in the cage. The cage is going to feel really safe because it's familiar. The bird knows the ins and outs of what can happen to it within the cage. Things aren't gonna get better, but they also aren't gonna get worse. It's comfortable, it's safe. There's no risk. There's no risk of failing, none of that. But to fly, to leave the cage, that's terrifying. The bird doesn't know if it can trust its wings because it's never flown before. It was created to fly, but it's never flown before because it's always been in the cage where it's safe and familiar. So it's going to feel terrifying to jump out of the cage and to try to fly. It means taking a leap into the unknown and the bird probably doesn't even know that that unknown, the sky, it's where it was meant to be, created to be. It's where it'll have the highest levels of fulfillment and bliss. But there's also the highest level of risk because yeah, the bird could fall out of the sky. It's unlikely, but it wouldn't happen in the cage. The only chance... At the highest level of bliss, which the bird doesn't even know what that level of bliss feels like because it's never experienced it, even though it was created for it. But part of it is just like some small part of that bird knows that it's meant for something more. There's something better out there. But a bigger part of it says, no, let's stay here. It's safe. Scary out there. I don't want to die. I don't want to fall out of the sky. Who knows if I can actually fly? I might've maybe seen some other birds in passing do it, but I don't know that I can do it. So the bird can either choose to stay in what's safe, comfortable and familiar forever, or the bird can choose to take a leap of faith and to jump and to spread the wings and to attempt to fly. And that's how I feel that we all are right now. It's like when you start doing this kind of internal work, you're a bird in a cage with the door open. And you've probably never experienced the bliss that's on the other side of leaping because you've been in the cage your whole life. But it's going to be terrifying to leave that cage because that cage is familiar. And human brains love familiar. We love familiarity because we know we can't fail within it. And heaven forbid we fall. Heaven heaven forbid we experience pain. Heaven forbid we hurt ourselves. But that's what life is all about. You can't avoid that stuff. But you got to choose the pain. You can have the pain of sitting in that cage forever, always just looking out, wondering. Or you can choose the pain of jumping and flying and sometimes falling, sometimes hurting, sometimes failing, or what we perceive and label as failure. It's always up to us. It's always our choice. We were created to fly, but if we never leap, we'll never know and we'll never experience it but that leap means making decisions that you've never experienced before. It means trusting the unknown when there is no proof that it can be trusted. It means trusting yourself even when there's no proof that you can be trusted. Takes blind faith over and over and over and over and over. So is the nature of life. You're like the bird. You're meant to fly. You can have all the things that you desire. You really can. You really, really, really can. But you have to give yourself permission to go after the things first right like your dreams, is like they're chasing you your dreams want you as much as you want them but a lot of us are running away from them without even realizing them under the guise of running toward them but really what we're doing is we're prioritizing feeling safe over all else it's not going to feel safe leaving that cage but there's a different kind of safety that comes with freedom it's the safety of knowing that You did all you could. You put all of yourself into it. It's a safety of not having regrets. It's that safety of knowing you lived every single moment to the absolute fullest of your ability. Like when you've experienced levels of freedom and love and joy that you haven't currently experienced yet, when you've experienced them, there's nothing else worth exchanging for that. No level of perceived safety. Like I got to warn you, once you leap, there's no turning back. Once you've tasted it, once you've flown a little bit, there is no going back. And something that's really present for me right now that I want to speak on is I want you to notice times in your life, in your daily life where you're not giving yourself permission to believe that you can have something. When are you on Instagram looking at people's lives like, wow, I wish that could be me, but it can't notice it. Catch yourself in those moments and realize that that can be you and you can have those things. It can be as easy as that person seems to have it. You can travel to those places. You can have that business. You can have whatever you want. But when our unconscious minds are so programmed to prioritize feeling comfy and safe and, and staying in our patterns. We're also going to unconsciously sabotage ourselves by repeatedly wiring in these thoughts and beliefs that we can't have it like the other people do. But you freaking can. You can have it. But you have to give yourself permission to believe that you can first. It truly is limitless what you can create when you co-create with God, with universe, when you decide to fly, no matter what the consequences. You can have all of it. I promise you that. Because I've been there. I've changed my life in ways I've never perceived could be possible for me. Ever. And it continues to blow me away. Because I give myself permission to believe that it always gets to get better. Always. And it continues. It continues. My life continues to manifest in ways that completely outdo the last chapter of my life. Because I choose to believe that everything is working out for me and everything I do is working for me and works out in my favor no matter how it feels in the moment. And I choose to believe that when I follow my highest excitement, I am deeply supported. When I invest in mentors that excite me, that when my intuition says yes, no matter how scary, I am deeply rewarded and supported. And that money always comes back multiplied. When I take leaps of faith, like buying flights around the world, one-way tickets, with no idea where I'm gonna stay, When I trust myself, when something feels like a yes, I'm always supported in beautiful, magical ways. I want you to expand your mind. You can have it all. Your dreams are on your heart for a reason because they're meant for you and they want you to. Your desires want you. It is mutual. Give yourself permission to take action on them. Give yourself permission to trust your highest Excitement and intuition. Give yourself permission to fully claim and choose your desires. Give yourself permission permission to choose to believe that you can have them, that you are worthy of them, that they also want you, that they're on your heart for a reason. Give yourself permission to take a real look at the life around you, to realize that your life is actually supporting you. Your life is trying to move you forward toward where you desire to be. The only thing blocking you is your inability to be present with what is, recognized, to recognize the opportunities and the lessons within what is present for you right now, to shift your relationship to the present moment, to your body, to your intuition, to yourself. It gets to be more magical, but you've got to choose it first. You've got to, you've got to choose it with all of you, not just in your mind, but with your actions, with your energy with your devotion, with what you're willing to say yes to. No more settling for anything less than what you really desire. And yes, there are stepping stones to what we want. But no settling for half-assed versions of what we desire. No more justifying our dreams, justifying our ways of doing things, justifying our intuition. You don't need any reason other than it felt right, it feels right. It's unexplainable. My intuition is saying yes. And I don't know why that is enough for anything. And for those of you who are ready to fly, <laughs> it's funny before I go on with what I was going to say, I think I mentioned this before, maybe in the last episode, but when I receive downloads, when I become a really clear channel like before this podcast I just sat down took some deep breaths completely cleared my mind and started speaking with no plans and when I do this I become this really clear channel and I receive my intuition typically in visions everyone receives intuition in different ways I receive intuition in a lot of ways this is my clearest form of communication with um, God spirit highest self ancestors etc whatever you want to call it is downloads in the form of visions, and I used to be scared to share those because I thought they wouldn't make sense to people. Um, But what I've realized is sometimes it makes more sense to share directly what I'm experiencing. And I think it's really beautiful to share this with you all because I'm sure there are many of you who are probably receiving downloads in the forms of pictures, visions, visuals that maybe you're not trusting or you're writing off as silly. Next time, sit with it, trust it, feel into it got something to share with you. I think that the visions and visuals that I receive are usually my most powerful downloads and usually have really transformative messages for me. And when they come through on podcasts, I know it's what the collective needs to hear the most. So with all that said, if you are, if you resonate with the bird, if you're ready to fly, if you have been wanting to receive guidance from me, if you do intuitively feel like it's a yes, To work with me in some capacity on a deeper level. I am launching for the first time a group coaching program. I am really, really excited about it because I've never launched something like this before. It's going to be all live. It's going to be really intimate, a really beautiful experience. We're going to go really deep. It's for people who really want to dive into deeper layers of abundance and ease and surrender and co-creation and into really cultivating feminine feminine energy and a balance between their feminine and masculine energy and quantum manifestation and collapsing time and shadow work. All of the things. I haven't created a new course on my own since my first BAA. And so if you haven't taken BAA, BAA is for you if you want a self-paced course. It's for people who are maybe beginning their manifestation journey. You want to learn to manifest your dream life. It's got all the secrets in there. This new group coaching program is going to be all live and it's for people who want to take things deeper, who are ready for deeper levels of co-creation and alignment and just feel like their soul is calling them to something deeper and may also be craving community because it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful community because when we come together to manifest, to co-create, it's even more powerful. So spaces are going to be limited if you are interested Send me a DM on Instagram, Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore, or send me an email at support at pursuitofbliss.com. Let me know you're interested and we can chat to see if you are a good fit. We're going to be starting after the new year, but those who join before the new year are going to get the early bird price and extra support from me prior to the beginning of the container. I'm so excited to work with you. I've had so many people reaching out over the past three months asking when I'm going to release a new group coaching container and I am finally doing it. I heard you. This is it. If you feel the call, send me a message because my belief is that if something's on my heart, when it becomes a full body, yes. There are souls who are already contracted to work with me, right? We have soul contracts with each other. We decided before incarnation To have this growth at this stage in our lives together. So you're going to feel the calling and you're going to know you might get goosebumps. You might just, you might get a visual like I do. You might just have this like gut feeling. You might just know. Like I just got goosebumps right now. Because I know you're the here. You're out there listening to my voice. Your soul might remember your conscious mind might not, but your soul remembers. I am ready for you. I am waiting for you. I can't wait to meet you and to love on you and to work with you together to heal, to up level. Let's do this. Come and find me. I'm excited. And as always, if this episode resonated at all, I love it when you all share your takeaways and tag me on Instagram. It makes me so happy. And it also means the world to me when you all do leave honest reviews on iTunes. I read them. They make me cry. And thank you so much for being here and making it through all 40 or however long it's been. However many minutes of me rambling at you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. I believe in you. I'm proud of you. You've got this. Talk to you next week.